Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. All right, family. As we're about to get into our service this morning, I decided to clear that part out so that you enjoyed the benefit. Please, I want to encourage you, go back and listen to it. I know that I was a bit fast there because I needed us to be able to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. That is, that is, by the time I was praying, I was meditating this morning concerning today's service. The Lord said to me, my son, if my people can open their mouths, you know, I've, I've been saying this this month of June. From July 1st to December 31st, darkness are going to show up. Oh, my dear, we, when we say we hear God, we hear darkness will show up. But prayer, this prayer we are doing, this season of prayers, please, I beg you, don't allow anything. Don't say no, but we prayed it last week. Why are we praying on that prayer again this week? My brother, my sister, devil know they sleep. Oh. Devil no get public holiday. That guy does not understand June 16. He doesn't understand Christmas Day. Every day for him is death day. If he has an opportunity to see an edge upon your life, he will strike. That's how that guy is. He doesn't play. So you two don't play with your life. I beg you, don't play with your life. The title of my message this morning is called Supernatural Shift for Justice and Judgment. Supernatural Shift for Justice and Judgment. For some of you may want to call it the Porter Shifter. The Porter Shifter that enforces for justice and judgment. Psalm chapter 82 from verse 1, we get to see God, the Bible says in 82 verse 1, he said God standeth in the congregation of the mighty and he judge among the gods. He stand in the congregation of the mighty and he judge among the gods. My dear sisters and brothers, God is a judge God. God is a just God, but at the same time God is a judging God. There are some, this morning service for instance, is a service for many of us that we don't have the capacity again to fight. We've tried everything, but yet we are failing. We've tried to find ourselves on the right path, but yet it's not going the way we need to go. We've obeyed all, but all of a sudden, there is a hand that is just constantly moving us left, right, and center. But I came this morning from the prophetic office. I see it, that as your mouth is going to be opened this morning, the rod of judgment will rest upon the head of your enemies in the name of Jesus. It will rest upon the head of your enemy. He said, God is a God of judgment. He says, the God of, he said, he judged among the gods, which means we are gods. But there is a particular point whereby even gods also like us, we have weaknesses. There is a place where we get to, we don't understand what to do. But I'm here for me to make you understand that the same way God's hand was upon Cyrus, that all of a sudden, a man from the backside, he did not even pray and fast the way others prayed, but he had manipulated everything. Because this morning we are going to be calling on the mighty hand of God. The hand that George, the mighty hand of God. Remember my message, the mighty hand of God, that's what we are going to be calling. The hand of God that moves. The hand of God that shifts. There are some of you, as I'm talking right now, I'm already seeing you. You're already moving into the place where you thought that you have lost. For some of you, that is today is your day of restoration. For some of you, today is your Christmas day. For some of you, today is your birthday. Because why? By the time the service is over, 
you will see God move you from the backside and take you to the front in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 45 from verse 11 to 13. Isaiah 45, 11 to 13. He said, Thus hear the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. He says, And his maker. He said, Ask me of things to come concerning my son. He says, And concerning my handwalker. He said, Command ye me. He says, I have made the heavens and the earth. He says, And I created man upon it. Even I, even my hand, have stretched out the heavens. And all their host I have commanded. He says, I have risen up in righteousness and I will direct all his way. He shall build my city and shall go out and let the captive. He says, not for a price nor a reward. See as the Lord. This is God talking about a man called Cyrus. Cyrus was a man that was on the backside. But God is saying, but since I have no man, he says, now I, have, I, I am here now to show up to fight. All of a sudden we saw Cyrus. Cyrus, Cyrus begin to make some deliberate, begin to do some dangerous feat for God. Because why? God decided to show this manifest feast, this manifest hand. I declare this morning as a self-love Sunday that whatever you are going to be praying this morning, you will experience God's hand mightily in the name of Jesus. We also see the book of Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17. Jeremiah 32 verse 17. He says, yeah, he says, ah, oh Lord, he said, behold, how had the heavens and the earth, he said, by your great power and your outstretched arms, he said, there is nothing too hard for you. There is nothing. Jeremiah was making us to understand nothing. My dear, I don't care how bad that situation is. I came to join my faith with your faith this morning. We are going to be pushing, pushing some certain things this morning, pushing. I don't care. See, remember today is called self-love Sunday. It is for you. For you. It is when it is better for you, you can remember your parent. It is when it is better for you, you can even remember to give. It is when it is better for you, you can be able to help others. So today you are going to be very selfish. You've heard me say this very particular thing several times with that number. That people keep saying that you are selfish. That ah, this person is selfish. Ask them, am I selling your fish? It is my fish I'm selling. So I will sell it the way I want. There are some of you this morning, you are going to be selling your fish the way you want. Lord, not in my watch anymore. By your outstretched hands, I'm pulling this. And by God's grace, we are going to be looking about seven or eight prayer strategies that we are going to be praying to this morning. That after that prayer, my dear, hear me and hear your prophet well. Ah, you will see God happen for you. <laughs> you will see God happen for you in the name of Jesus. It says in the book of Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Matthew 19 verse 26. It says, Jesus looked unto them and said, with man, he said, this may be impossible. I don't know what is that impossible thing that you are currently experiencing. Impossibility in your health. Impossibility in your finance. Impossibility in your career. Impossibility with the fruit of the womb. Whatever the impossibility is this morning, I stand as a prophet to agree with you today that that impossibility shall become possible in the name of Jesus. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 59. I want to show you how God by himself decided to stand up when he couldn't find any man. God is about to, you see this scripture, this is my main anchor scripture. Isaiah 59 from verse 15 to 20. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified. This is my main anchor for you to see what God is set to do for you this morning. Number one, I've made you understand that by his outstretched arms, he's going to come with his wondrous, 
I use the word he's going to come with is the rasmata. The kind of rasmata he did to make sure that the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they were let go. Whatever rasmata he's going to do, your part is to open your mouth and his part is to take your word and run with it. Isaiah chapter 59 from verse 15 to 20. He says, yes, let's look at it. Let's look at it. He says, yes. He said, truth is lacking. I'm reading from the Amplified. He says, and um, he who departs from evil make himself a prey. At this moment, this is God himself. He's complaining that truth is, truth is lacking. Those who want to even live a good life, they don't become a prey. Just because I said I don't want to sleep with you, all of a sudden I get fired. Just because I don't want to bribe you, all of a sudden I don't want to get a contract. Just because I don't want to cut the corners, you want me to cut the corners, I'm suffering from it. Now this is what God is. He said, yes, truth is lacking. And he who departs from evil, he said, makes himself a prey. He says, and the Lord saw and it displeased him that there was no justice or judgment. God saw and he displeased him. For somebody this morning, every unjudgment, every judgment that you are currently facing, that your path is not in view. People just hate you for, I'm giving you a scripture. God will be judging them today for your sake in the name of Jesus. He says in verse 16, he says, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor or anyone to intervene on their behalf. He said, therefore, his own right hand has brought him the victory. And his own righteousness, having the spirit without measure, shall sustain him. Verse 17, he said, for the Lord put on righteousness as a breastplate. Now, this is, God is the one that is putting it. I want to show you something. He said, the Lord put on righteousness as a breastplate. He said, coat of mail and salvation as a helmet upon his head. It says, and his garment of vengeance for clothing and, 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 sorry, and was clouded with zeal and furious for divine jealousy as a cloth. He now says in verse 18, according as their deed, he said, according as their deed, he said, deserve. He says, so he will repay the wrath to his adversary, recompense to his enemies, and on the foreign island and the coastland, he said, he will make a compensation. He will make a compensation. God is about to rise up for somebody this morning. He now says in verse 19, he says, so as the result of the Messiah's intervention, Messiah's intervention, he said, they shall vehemently fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. He says, when the enemy shall come like a flood and the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, he said, will lift up a standard against them and put him to flight, for he will come like a rushing stream and with the, with the breath of the Lord, he said, he shall come as a redeemer to platform church and those in the house of platform, he says, who turn from their transgression, say yes, the Lord. Ah, my dear sisters and brother, let me not go ahead. I declare upon your life that after today, Every battle that has been confronting you, they will fall down flat in the name of Jesus. As you are about to get into a place of prayers, what are your responsibilities? Because for me, you know, there are three responsibilities that you must be able to carry. And hear me, I beg you, I beg you. By the time I was about to come for the service, the Holy Spirit just said to me, give them this responsibility. So that at least because I'm a just God and I'm a fair God, I play my card fair. I play it fair. That I want to show up in the life of the people. But until you give them these three points. 
for them to hold as the weapon to come in this morning. My ability for me to judge for them may not be. Hear me. You are not coming with your qualification. You are not. You are not coming with your titles. You are not coming with the fact that you understand all the laws and the principles of the Bible. You are coming to say, Lord, on this matter of my life, I don't know what to do, but I demand justice and judgment. I don't know what to do, but I demand your outstretched hands to show. But before that can happen, what are the three things that you must be able to put now in your consciousness? Number one is the fact that you must believe God and his word for supernatural shift. You must believe God and his word for supernatural shift. You must. If you can't believe that God can do it, my dear, just log off from this very particular service. Just go and eat your food and enjoy your life. Watch Netflix. Just go. If you know you believe, you must believe God. But if you know you can't believe God for that thing that we are going to pray today, I beg you, log out now so that you don't waste your data. Use the data to do some certain things. For those of us who believe, we have business to settle. Within the next one hour, we have business to settle. It says in John chapter 11, from verse 25 and 26. John 11, 25, 26. It says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Like Jesus is saying to you, I am the supernatural shift. That shift that I am the, I am the portal shifter. If you come in contact with me, I can shift you from one place that you have missed it to the place. Even where you have gone far, I can carry the gate and bring it there so that you don't miss your direction. Haven't you noticed that no matter how far you are lost, when you press a GPS, the GPS will tell you from here, turn here. That God is like a GPS. He can show up at the place where you have missed it and from there begin to say, come through this way. He can carry the gate from the right and bring it to the left. He can pull that for you. But it must come from a standpoint. It says there, it says, he that believe in me, though we're dead, he said, yet shall live again. I don't care what is dead. Your belief to God can guarantee the thing back to life. He says, and whoever liveth and believe in me, he says, shall never die. Never die. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. The Bible says, Jesus said unto them, he says, have faith in God. Please, to point number one here, as we're about to go for our prayers, I beg you, let your faith come alive. Have a faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. God, I believe that this case, today is the final day. Write an expiry date for that. Today is the final day. Point number two, what else again must you do? This is your responsibility. Not Pastor Darlington. Your respon I know my part, and I'm telling you your part. Point number two, you must believe the word that comes out of your mouth. You see, whatever prayer you're going to pray today, I beg you, believe them. Believe the word that comes out of your mouth. Believe it. Believe it with your life. Put your life on it and say, God, my life is at stake here. My life is at stake. Matthew chapter 12 from verse 36 and 37. Matthew 12, 36 and 37. He said, but I said unto you that every I do word shall a man speak. He said he shall give account of that of account thereof in the days of judgment. Which means today is the day of judgment. Every I do word you shall give, you shall give account of it. He said, for by the word thou shalt be justified. And by your word you shall be condemned. Justification today, justice and judgment is in your mouth. No matter my prophetic declaration I'm going to bring out for you this morning. No matter what God's plan for your life is. If your mouth is not going to be open. God's hand cannot help that performance to be in view. If your mouth is not going to be open. God's hand cannot make that performance to be in view. 
Proverbs chapter 18 from verse 20 to 21. Proverbs 18, 20 to 21. It says, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Your belly will be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. And with the increase of your lips. Which means the more you talk, the more you pray, the more you shout. You, for some of you, if you have to tell your children, go play. This is self-love Sunday. Go and play. I will pray for you. Now I'm standing in the gap. He says, and of the increase of his lips. By the time I'm going to be praying today, don't just look at my face. Today I'm not handsome. I'm very ugly. So don't look at me. Don't, don't, don't. Because why we are dealing with serious business this morning. He says, and of the increase of your lips, he says, you shall be filled. He said, death and life are in the power of the tongue. He says, and they that love it, say, shall eat the fruit of it, thereof. They that love it. Number one, you must believe God that he can do it for you. Number two, you must believe what you are going to say. You must believe the prayer point you are going to be praying. Concerning your life, you must believe it. You must. The way you believe it will determine by the way you cry this morning. There are some of you this week, maybe it's your last card. It's your last chance of things turning. You are going to scream and shout this morning if you have to shout. He says, and of the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. Point number three, you must believe his prophet. Oh, my dear. You must believe. If you don't believe this man standing in front of you, in your phone, in your tablet, maybe in your TV screen that you used to watch, if you don't believe him, my dear, there's nothing that can happen. Nothing. You can scream because why? The Bible makes us to understand. I think if I'm not mistaken in the book of, I think it's Romans chapter 10 from verse 14 and 15. Romans chapter 10, 14 and 15. He was making us to understand how can they be able to receive the good news of God if a prophet is not sent. And if the prophet is sent, how can they be able to receive if they don't believe? There are some certain level of prophetic word that will be coming out of my mouth. If you don't believe it, it can manifest. It cannot manifest. I remember, I think it was, there is a particular new program that God has embedded in us. We are doing currently at a particular community. All of a sudden, this very particular woman reached out. After we finished the service, that evening she sent me a message. Pastor, this is what has happened. I said, what is it? She said to me that, uh, I, think, no, I think it was on Thursday or Friday. Well, no, it was on Friday. It was on Friday, which was two days ago. Was it two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. It was on Friday, she reached out to me. Pastor, this is what happened. I said, what is it? She explained. I read all the message and every other thing she said to me. The one from, from, the, from the wife to her, from her, she forwarded it to me just to make sure I understand everything. I said, ah, she said, okay. I went to pray. I said, God, what is this? God said to me, tell her that the weekend, the boy will not sleep in prison. Now, guess what? My dear, believe your prophet too. I know that there are a lot of charlatans out there. I'm not justifying what they've done. But the truth of it, you've heard me say it now. Keep saying it until your mind captured the truth. That just because there is a fake doctor in a particular hospital does not stop you from going to the hospital. You only change doctor. You don't change hospital. If you are sick, you go to hospital. If the doctor that treats you, especially those of you who are female, those gynecologists, and he doesn't do his job properly, if the gynecologist is not gisting your body properly, you will find another guy that can gist it properly for you because you want to be fine. Do you notice that you don't just ignore and say, no, this gynecologist is wrong and you move on? No, you go back and look for. The woman to cut long story short, all of a sudden she sent me a message. Now, the, 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 the case now from court was already written off. I don't want to give more detail because that very particular case is quite funny. It's a case whereby the, the son was guilty. But we know what we press as prophets. He was guilty. But all of a sudden, the case went to court. The court threw the case away. Now, police supposed to sign the case for the guy to be released. They refused. We had to call. 
When we mean call, we call heaven. Because sometimes we don't call men, we call heaven. How the boy came out on Saturday morning is still a mystery. To the woman coming and she was still a mystery. Because why? According to the agenda, you know, you people know your law in South Africa. When they put you in prison on Friday, it's on Monday you are seeing the judge or seeing the court on Monday. So the whole weekend, you are there. But the boy came back home. What am I saying to you all this morning? Your ability for you to believe that as the word of God is going to be coming out, as the prophetic instruction is going to be coming out, that God will pull off everything that you need in the name of Jesus. He said in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20, popular scripture we all know. 2 Chronicles 20, 20, he said, have faith in the Lord, your God. Like we've just said, have faith in God. He says, and you will be upheld. I'm reading from the NIV. He says, have faith in his prophet and you will be successful. Have faith. Isaiah chapter 44 from verse 26 to 28. It says, God who confirmed the word of his servant. He confirms the word we say. And I'm using all this one to whet your appetite because we are going to be praying in a few minutes from now. He confirmed. He confirmed. We don't just talk. We talk what we hear him say. John chapter 5 verse 30. He says, as I hear, I judge. I don't just talk. If I don't have anything to talk, I don't talk. I, it's okay. I can chill in my house. I'm fine. But as I hear, I talk. So therefore, I pray for you all this morning that whatever road that you have missed, that by the supernatural force of God and his hand upon my life, that every area that you have missed or you are falling short, that this morning you will experience God in the name of Jesus. Now let's look at our seven case study concerning our prayer this morning. Point number one as we're about to pray. We're going to be praying from a standpoint of eyes opening. God, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Let's look at the scripture before we go and pray. So the way we are going to do it, I'm going to give you the scripture. We pray so that you pray from understanding. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. Jeremiah 3 verse 15, it says, it says that I will give you a pastor after my own heart. He said they will feed you with knowledge and understanding and they will feed you with judgment. So we need to, so the way we are going to do it this morning, I'm going to give you the context. Then we're going to pray. We're going to go to the second one till we finish everything. And I know that we are still good with time and we'll finish on time and I'll be out of your face. Point number one, we're going to be praying from a standpoint of eye-opening. Genesis chapter 21 from verse 14 to 20. I want to show you a story concerning a woman called Haggai. Many of you know Haggai very well. Haggai was the, for lack of a better word, was the, was the girlfriend. I, I won't say girlfriend. He was the Maquips of, of um, what's it called? Haggai was the Maquips of Abraham. She was the Maquips of Abraham. Maquips here means girlfriend, whatever, skank, whatever you want to call them. Those ones who just come into your marriage. And funny enough, when you look at this very particular woman's case, I somehow don't blame her. Honestly, this is me. Now, this is me, your pastor. I'm not saying the Bible said to me. I really don't blame her. She was honoring the leading of her own boss. Mary, I mean, what's it called? Sarah said, sleep with my husband. If she doesn't do that, possibly that woman will fire. She honored. Now, Boza, I have baby. Now she's jealous. But this is where God's mercy showed up. That the hand of God showed up on this woman's life. There are some of you this morning, there are some certain things that you are currently experiencing like, hey guy, it is not your fault. You just choose to honor some certain things. But all of a sudden now, things have gone awire in your life. The Bible says concerning Haggai, Genesis 21 from verse 14 to 20. It says, and Abraham arose in the morning, I'm reading from the King James, and took bread and a bottle of water, ah, and gave unto Haggai, 
putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away and she departed into the wilderness of Bethsheba. Hmm. Hmm. Father, help me. He says, Abraham gave her water and a bread, put it upon her hand, and she went and she departed. The Bible says, and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. She wandered there. She wondered, which means she's at this level, she's shocked. Is this my life? Not my fault, but I'm suffering from the pain. Is this my life? I did not pregnant myself, but currently now, I'm taking care of the children. Is this my life? I thought the guy loved me, even though maybe it's my own mistake, but God, is this my life? There are some of you this morning, by God's instruction, you have your gift, your talent, your potential. And yet you are still wandering in the land, wondering, God, when will my day come? This woman here called Haggai was wondering, when will my time for manifestation show up? She was, the water was in her hand. Indirectly, the gift was there. The bread was there. But yet she was wondering. Many of us at this time currently now, January has come. Now we are in June, June 19. And yet we are still wondering. We are in South Africa wondering, when will my business start? When will my ministry blow up? When will people recognize the grace of God upon my life? This woman was sitting and she was wondering in Beth, what you call in Beersheba. Wondering. We're going to pray. The Bible now says in verse 15. It says, and when the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under the tree, many of us have kept our dream and our desire because why? The water that's supposed to fuel our life has finished. The water is dried up. There is nothing anymore. The sex and the energy to push, we don't even have it anymore. Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 11 make us to understand. When Jesus, when God was giving the, the revelation to prophets, what's it called Ezekiel? He make him to understand that, see my dear, the reason of this prophecy is because three things has happened. Number one, their bones are dried. Number two, their hope are lost. And number three, they've been caught apart from the things that belong to them. At this level, Haggai has been caught apart. Things was not going the way it was supposed to go. Life is now beginning to show Haggai the other side. And yet this woman's son was a son of a man that has a covenant with God. But yet she was living a life that does not look like any covenant backing that was going with her. And the Bible says in verse 16, and she went and sat under, over against, I mean, what's called? And she went and sat down over against him, afar off, as, as, as it was a bow shot. For she said, let me not see the death of my child. And she sat against over him, and she lifted up her voice, and she wept. She wept. She wept. Why was she crying? Because of the enormous attack. That has happened upon her life. All of a sudden. I can't watch my talent die. I can't watch my vision die. God when will my time for manifestation showed up. Remember I self love Sunday. Lord enough of me trying to show up and put Mary Kay in my face. Lord it pains me by the back. I've seen the betrayer and his thick. I've seen the gain and it's very hard for me to move. Lord I need you to show up for me this moment. And the Bible says in verse 17 that all of a sudden that the angel of the Lord heard the voice of the child and showed up 
And the Bible says, and the eyes of the woman was opened. And as the eyes were opened, the Bible says, and God showed the woman where the water is. The water there is the passion to pursue. The water there is the eyes. I mean, the, the thing that fueled the destiny she wants to get into. And when her eyes was opened, everything becomes clear for her. Everything becomes clear for her. Everything becomes clear for her. But there is something we are going to pray right now. What is the prayer? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 27 verse 22, concerning a man called Jacob and Esau, it says it was the cry of the Lord that the angel that God heard. It was the cry of the Lord, but yet it was the hand of Haggai that fetched the thing. It was the cry of the Lord, but it was the eyes of Haggai that opened. It was the cry of the Lord, but it was the hand of Haggai that goes and fetch that water. Genesis 27, 22. It was the hand of Esau, but yet the voice of Jacob. It was the hand of Esau, but the voice of Jacob. It was Jesus who died on the cross, but yet I supposed to reap the benefits. And so this morning you are going to open your mouth wherever you are. I don't know where is that place that you've been abandoned. Your water has dried opportunities has gone away from you. Things are not going the way you want them to go. You are now wandering in Bathsheba like this woman was wandering. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to pray, Lord, by your mercy, by your outstretched hands, open my eyes to see the next opportunity. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Javrakatos every natapalata. Every katoshina prata ketosala. Every katoshinata. Rapa katoshata. Every katoshinata. The Bible says concerning this woman, she was wandering in the wilderness. All of a sudden, the business in her hand is about to dry. She watched her business going down. She watched her child about to die. But it gets to a particular point. It was the cry of the boy, but her eyes opened. It was the voice of Jacob, but yet it was the hand of Esau. Jesus paid the price. I'm supposed to reap the harvest. Somebody open your mouth and begin to cry this morning. Hagar had no position. She had no negotiation. But because of the cry of the boy, God opened her eyes. Somebody this morning, because of your cry this morning and the sacrifice of Jesus, you are about to get your eyes open. Your mind is about to get open. Your business is about to show up. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, by your outstretched hands, open my eyes to see her. Let me not wander in the wilderness of life. Somebody declare that. Open my eyes to see her. Let me not wander in the wilderness of life. This life has a lot of wilderness. Open my eyes to see her. I'm tired of wandering. I'm tired of wandering. Remember you are praying, God, let your outstretched hand. Lord, your hand your hand, let your hand become visible. When God's hand become visible, he can shift things. He can throw things away. He can break things for your sake. Lord, I refuse to wonder in the life. I refuse to wonder. My eyes see opportunities. My eyes see where to go. Lord, in this month, starting from today, June 19, my eyes I see where to go. Ratosh Efrata. Evikatosha Vranata Gelata. Habrekatosha Vranata. Ebakota Parata. Retekinako Parash. Havrekato Zeneta. It is called our several of Sunday. 
We are a praying church. Lord, judge the matters of my life. I'm tired of walking. All of a sudden, and yet I get a peanut. The voice of Dalentina is calling her. But Lord, let the Christ hand pull me out of the word that we are of life. Lord, it is my voice this morning. I come with my voice. Lord, this is me, Lord. But you see Christ in me. Javi Kaparata. Evreketosh Efanata Belekatoja. Rata Peketo Paretata. Rato Kepelete Kidisha. All of a sudden, Hegai had no clue that all of a sudden the water is going to go dry. My dear, it gets to a particular point in your life. Let's be honest. Life will show you the other side of who they are. People will abandon you. The ones that you called your loved ones, your friends, they will leave you because why? They believe that you are not at the degree, the degree of life. You help them fall pregnant. You help them carry their baby, but now they have their own. They've abandoned you. They tell you, get out of the life. When they were broke, you helped them. When they needed help, you showed up. But now all of a sudden, I need you to buy my business. You says no. And the business begins to go down. Kapato shepata. And you begin to look at your business. You begin to see the rental begin to grow. You begin to see life begin to give you. Doors of favor begin to shut down. Shafrakatos efata. Parata penutokota. Rata gevinatos shavana. Havikatos efrekete gelatosha. Hevrinata geboshalata. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to pray this next prayer point. We're going to pray this next prayer point, point number two. Remember number one, we look at Haggai. I beg you, all these prayer points we are praying, I beg you, the remaining days of this week, pray them. I purposely put their name so that when you think of their name, you know what to pray. Point number two, we are going to be praying from the standpoint of Moses. Moses. You know, by the time I was preparing for the service, the Lord was saying to me, he said, my son, he said, yes, many people tell the story of Moses of a standpoint of him going to redeem the people of Israel when they were, when, I mean, when they were in Egypt. But nobody talk about Moses' supernatural alignment. We don't talk about his alignment. We forget to understand that in the book of Exodus chapter 2, from verse 11 to verse 15. In fact, when we read Exodus chapter 2 from verse 1 to that verse 15, the Bible says from verse 1, it says when Moses was born, the mother perceived that this one has a great future. The mother has a sharp eyes to see. But guess what? All of a sudden, when Moses grew up in verse 11, Exodus 2 verse 11, when Moses grew up, at that moment he needed to fulfill his mandate. I'm called as a deliverer. The mother has prophesied. He has received of the mandate of God. But all of a sudden, the Bible now says something that makes me shock. Moses was operating what he needs to operate. But something happened that took Moses out of his spiritual alignment with God. The Bible now says that while he, was help, ah, while he was helping his own people that were under oppression, those people turned up against him. And, they, and because of that, Moses ran out of the alignment of God. <laughs> Let me say this. We're going to pray now. Haven't you seen people whereby the same, for example, people like our do are in ministries. The same people we help are the ones who go out and talk nonsense about us. When, when all hell has broken loose concerning you, we were there supporting, but the day you just find one little mistake, your mouth was so loud, and you forget to understand as your mouth was loud, this person you are talking to is a human being, and the man closed his door of his ministry, and yet you are happy, jubilating. Ah, shame on you. I'll tell you the point blank. Shame on you. 
Moses was helping his own fellow Egyptian. But yet, the Bible says in verse 14, it says there, it says in verse 14, Exodus 2, 14, it says, and he said, who has made thee prince and a judge over us? Instead, thou to kill me, and thou killest the Egyptians? And Moses feared. Moses closed the door of his ministry. He closed the door of helping people. He closed the door. Guess what? Maybe this is not the first time he's helping his fellow Egyptian, but this one member, this one person, this one friend, this one, just showed up. The guy, the Bible says there in verse 15, the Bible says he ran for his life. He abandoned the ministry, abandoned the business, abandoned the calling. So before we talk about Moses who came to redeem the children of Israel in Egypt, look at the Moses who was weak here and he ran. He ran from his life. The Bible now says in the book of Exodus chapter 3 from verse 1 to verse 7, based on the fact that he ran, the Bible says, and God went to meet him where he was. Moses at this moment, he was doing his business, he's fine. Oh boy, let me, this ministry thing, I'm not interested. This, 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 this consulting, this media, I'm not interested. This politics, I'm not interested. Whatever that was, Moses was doing, I'm not interested. I'm saying this to every one of you. You have gotten to the point where you have abandoned your business. You know God called you to be a politician. But like politics, I'm trying for me to become a premier of Caltech. Do you see people I want to help? Look at, forget politics, I'm going back into my consulting business. You are called to be a minister because one person offended you. You closed door, you went back to become your mechanic and do your business. Like to this thing, forget it. But I'm here to tell you this morning, God sent me as a prophet to remind you, it is time to come back home. That his angels are appearing before you where you are. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to pray. The Bible says when the Lord appeared to Moses and tell him, my friend, I know that you have gone out. Your alignment is not in anymore. Guess what? Moses was the one who left and went down to this very particular area in Hebron where he was staying. He was the one. It was not God who sent him. Many of us have left what God has asked us to do. We are at another place entirely. Another place. Lord, this morning, by your outstretched hands, supernatural alignment to your purpose and your will for my life supernatural alignment supernatural alignment before i can deliver anybody lost supernatural alignment open your mouth and begin to pray open your mouth and begin to pray and say lord by the hand of god upon my life this morning i press in prayer concerning my cause and my assignment, Lord, activate them today. Activate them now. Open your mouth and begin to pray. I know that, yes, the people that you are helping, they've hurt you. You've closed the business. You've closed the ministry. You've closed the book. You refuse to write the book anymore. You are afraid of opening the ideas anymore. Because the last time you tried to do it, people tell you you can't. I'm here to tell you this morning as the God's messenger sent to you it is time to open the book it is time to open the business it is time to come back to your assignment there are many people that are dying people are still in Egypt that you need to go and deliver I know that one hurts you but I beg you this morning receive your assignment back receive your call back come back into your business God has called you to become a God he didn't call you to become a chicken Rise up this morning. Pray yourself to your manifestation. Receive your 
Rataka Benakosha Vranata Belekate, Evrekate Geparatos Apata, Rekatoshe Vranata, Evrekatoshe Vanata Beletusha, Lord, by your mercy, Hipatoshala, every place I've run away from her, run away from my ministry, run away from my business, run away from my family, run away from my call, run away from my assignment. Lord, this moment I surrender myself to your will. Lord, I know the thing is painful as much as today is Father's Day. Lord, I take my responsibility as a father. I father the children. I give my children wings to fly. Lord, I know the last time I gave one, they hurt me. They castigated me. Now they are big boys. They throw stones at me. But Lord, today I come back home. Jabrakatos Efata. Ebriikatos Aprata Equata. Reketos Parada. As you are praying that prayer, pray and say, Lord, I call for angelic visitation this season. Angelic visitation to empower me to pick back that thing. To empower me to carry the thing. Angelic visitation. Angelic visitation. Some of you have abandoned your project. Angelic visitation. Jabrikatos efaratata. Shavranata elwasha. Every navy and us, a fatu penete kiata, if anata fikata ratatatiata, a vinaco shalata. In Jesus' mighty name of pray. You know, when the Holy Spirit told me about this very particular prayer point, it pains me because I've lived that life, still living it, and I know I will still live it. But God, the grace, the fortitude for me to separate the bone from the fish. When the bones want to hurt me, I leave them alone and I move on with my life. But I refuse to leave the assignment. The Bible says Moses left the assignment. He went to another country. Another country entirely. See, don't mock people when they take some certain decisions. Don't, I beg you. Be, be very slow to open your mouth to talk about people's decisions they make. You have no clue. The devils they have to fight for them to take that decision. You have no clue. No clue whatsoever. No clue. I pray for somebody this morning. I don't know who you are. You've abandoned your assignment. You've abandoned that thing God has called you. I stand as a prophet this morning as your mouth has opened. That you are called back into your place of prominence in the name of Jesus. I declare upon your life that that place which you have missed. How far that you have gone. I release angelic assistance to bring you back to your place in the name of Jesus. Point number three prayer. We're going to pray. It is what I call the shifting of porter for my deliverance. The shifting of porter. The porter shifting grace. It is time we are about to activate it now. The porter shifting grace. My dear sisters and brothers, I want you to understand something. Men are porters. There are some certain men you are going to meet that the decadence, the destruction that has programmed themselves around your life, the waste that have decided to hang around you, that you will meet men and men will shift things for you. One of them in the Bible, his name is called Moses, the one we've just prayed about. When Moses decided to take the battle and go back to the place where he had failed, he went back, but guess what? He went back there as a porter. He went back there to the point that God made him a God. But guess what? The Bible says in Exodus chapter 6, Exodus chapter 6, it makes us to understand, Exodus chapter 6, verse 6, he said, therefore, say to the Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring them out from the yoke of the Egyptians. And I will free them from being a slave. I would redeem you with my outstretched hands and my mighty power. I will redeem you with my outstretched hand. But guess what? 
these people were praying. As they were praying, God was sending the deliverer. There are some of you who are going to pray this prayer right now. Lord, the porters, I want to use the word porters. Lord, the porters that I need to meet that will shift my life 180, not 360, because 360 will bring you back. That will shift my life 180. Whereas I'm going to Polokwani, I find myself back operating in the space of Durban where I'm supposed to be. As I'm trying to return back to Nigeria, I find myself back to the United States of America because that is how when a porter meets you, things change. When a porter meets you, they carry the door that is from the left-hand side and they bring it to the right. When the porter called angel met with what you call Moses, Moses who was dead, he took the door, the gatekeeping, he took the gate and went to, to, to Jethro house and put the gate so that Moses can enter back to Egypt. The porters. When you come in contact with the porter, porters can be anything, can be anything, but the one today want to play is porter of men. We need them in our life. There are destiny helpers. There are body bearers. Destiny connectors. Gifted people. The last one in which I call, the men of influence and the porters. We're going to open our mouth, we're going to pray. As we're going to pray, let's look at the story of this man. The widow of Zarephath. First King chapter 17, 7 to 16. Long read, I'm not going to read it. First Kings 17. When the widow of Zarephath met with this man called Elijah, she had no clue that she has met with the porter that will sustain her. The Bible says concerning that very particular woman, in that very particular book of First Kings 17, the Bible says, as long as Elijah was in that house, even though when there was economic crunch, the woman's food did not finish, and yet it was left with just a jar of flour. See, honor your prophets, so. I'm saying this because this is a global platform I'm preaching. But honor your prophets. As long as the woman honor that guy, where the food was coming has no, you don't need to know. But as long as the woman honor that porter, that porter insists that the flower does not finish. As long as the children agree to Moses that deliverance was in view, you are going to open your mouth this moment. Father, the man that needs to appear in my life for my supply not to run dry. There are supplies in your hand. There are businesses in your hand. There are ministry in your hand. There are possibilities in your hand. You are going to open your mouth where you are. Lord, the men I need to meet for my supply not to run dry. Father, by your outstretched hand, move them into my life. Bring them to my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Javrakatos efranata kapedesha. Evikatos farata epata kepalata. Lord, the men I need to meet. The people I need to meet. La kuparata zegeta. Habreneto shata. Concerning platform church. The sons and daughters. Concerning platform church. The fathers of faith. That I need to come in contact with. That will activate some certain gift. That will make alive certain possibilities. That will ease my ministry. That will ease your work in my life. Lord, I pray this morning. Make me meet them. Open my eyes to see them. Let my mind be open to receive them. Javrakatos efanata. Habrekatos kepata. Lepratos epanata. Eketo ekata. Eketo ekata. Eketo ekata. Eketo ekata. Eketo ekata. Ratavenaka banesha. 
the men I need to meet for this season for my supply not to run dry my supply of ministry my supply of business my supply of the grace in my marriage the ability to operate in different dimensions Lord the men I need to meet Lord I speak today just the same way the children of Israel cry but yet Moses showed up when the woman that has that very particular jar of flour when she was about to cook the last one all of a sudden Elijah bumped in when sin was about to destroy man a porter called Christ showed up Lord, the porter shifting, the porter shifters, the porter shifters, the porter shifters. Somebody open your mouth. The porter shifters appear upon my life today. Ratosh Efata, Nakabrata. As you are praying the prayer. I want you to focus on something that you want to see shifting. I don't know the porter that you want to see a shift. For some of you, it's your business. For some of you, it's your ministry. For some of you, it's the fruit of the womb. When the angels appeared unto Abraham, it was a porter that appears in the house that guaranteed Mary to carry her babies. Porter shifters have When the porter showed up as an angel, a lady who does not qualify to carry Jesus, carry Jesus. When porter shifters showed up, your inqualification does not matter. Your background is irrelevant when porter showed up. A porter called Samuel made himself available to life of Saul. All of a sudden, found himself as a king, and yet he was a man that was a caturer. Porter shifters, my dear, be careful of porter shifters. Jesus was hanging on the cross with two teeth. But having no clue, one of them had no clue that that Jesus was a porter that gives you access to heaven. Joseph and the other guys were in prison, but they forget to understand. Ah, my dear, be careful when you meet men when they fall. You have no clue who they are. Rapato Kappa. People are covenant carrier, either good or bad, but nobody is ordinary on planet Earth. Ratos Efata, Evreketos Evranata, Patiatos Kappa. That very particular lady that was a maid, that was in the house of Naaman the king. I mean, Neman the captain, the lady who was a maid was a porter in that house. That linker, that bring the gate of the priest to this very particular Neman. If that girl did not talk to that very particular Neman, the man would have died of leprosy. Porter shifters. Porter shifters. Porter shifters. Lord, concerning my ministry, porter shifters. Concerning my business, Porter shifters. Somebody begin to call your business. Call the things you want to see. A shift happen. I'm just seeing the hand of God right now. Upon two people right now. Right now. Alato shapata. Porter shifters. Evrene koparata. Ebikato shavranata belekotaza. Evrena kadegaratoja. Porter shifters. Rekopanecha tigara. Rato evanata belekota. Porter shifters. In Jesus mighty name I pray. Ah, we'll pause there. Let's go to our fourth prayer point because I'm trying to press for time. Fourth prayer point. We're going to pray this prayer. <laughs> now this one also is also a porter shifting prayer. But it's what I call Peter. We're going to use Peter 
Remember I told you that I'm going to, the prayer point is going to be based on character so that when you remember their names, you know what you say. You know. This one is called Peter. Peter was a businessman. Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 9. Luke chapter 5, 1 to verse 9. Peter was a businessman. And this one for me is my, for my family of rest. Oh, I'm also selfish because I want you all to be blessed. Those of you who have received Platform Church as your church, I want you all to be blessed. And when God showed me this, I said, this one is specifically for the people who have decided to receive of you and your ministry. And whether of your finances or whatever that have come, he said, this one is meant for them. It's meant for you. For Peter, let's look at it because I want to see something. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 9. Luke chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 9. It says here, and it came to pass, as the people pressed upon to hear the word of God, which means we are going to be praying to align to God's word. We are praying alignment. Alignment. See, if we have to see judgment and justice, it has to be God's way, not your way. If God said, this is how I want to judge it, based on my word, you can't bring your own and say, God, no, this is my own. He will let you, he will allow you to do your own, but you will face the consequence. You will face it. You will face it. Every action comes with a corresponding reaction. Every. Every decision has a corresponding consequences. Every. Whether good or bad. Every decision. He now says he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. He says, and saw two sheep standing by the lake. He said, but the fishermen were gone out of them. And were washing their nets. There are some of you this morning about to wash your business. You're about to wash your ministry. This thing I'm not doing again. They were washing their nets. They are tired of this sales and marketing thing. The Bible says, and he entered one of the sheep, which was Simon. Why did he choose Simon? We will see why he chose Simon. And prayed unto him that he would trust it from a little. And he sat down and taught the people. He said, and when he was finished speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a drought. He understand that Peter was a man that will obey his instruction. Peter was a man that ready to give to the dealings and to the workings of ministry. No wonder because of the way Peter gave. No wonder God has no way than to make the ministry start from Peter's head. See, in this kingdom, we get by giving. It is not like the world. The world says you get by saving. This kingdom says you get by giving. Peter gave of his boat. The Bible now says, Peter says in verse 5, And answering and said unto him, Master, we've told all night. There are many of you you've told all night. There are some of you, the first half of the year, today is 19. You can't guarantee how the month is going to look like. You've told all night. He said, we've caught nothing. He said, but nevertheless, at your word. Huh. The Bible says, to cut a long story short, after Peter did that very particular thing, he threw the net on the other side. And all of a sudden, the Bible said they got, they got a net-breaking testimony. I don't like that testimony. They call it net-breaking. I don't understand why the net will break. I refuse. But as much as that was what the Bible says, God did not want Peter to waste the fish. Peter wasn't just smart enough to, to have enough partnership. There are some of you, hear me, after today's service concerning your business, go get more partners. More partners in your business. More partners in your, go get them. Because the kind of release God is about to release, even though darkness will come on earth, the release God, it will, it will be able to sustain from a standpoint of partner. Go. There are some of you who are saying, God asked me to tell you, that partners that is trying to partner with you, approve it. Because I'm about to release some certain wealth, levels of financial transfer. The Bible now says there, huh. Holy Spirit help me, that when that very particular thing happened, 
when he came with the porter called Christ, his word was also a porter. But guess what? He gave to the ministry of Jesus. Many of us, we are about to close our business. The economy is not shaping up the way we want. But today we now understand there is a porter called according to thy word. According to thy word. According to thy word. Guess what? It was prophet Jesus in court that said it and yet Peter followed. Peter followed the word and caught so many fish. You are going to open your mouth, you are going to pray. Ah, hear me. This is the prophetic word I want to bring and I want you to use the word as a prayer. That you are about to shift into a new level. Hear the prayer. The prophet says, I'm shifting into a new level. And so therefore, Father, according to the word of your prophet, I'm entering into my space of new shifting. Simple prayer. It was the word that came out of Jesus that guarantees Peter to carry a net-breaking testimony in court. Like the lady who I was talking about a few hours, a few minutes ago. When all the odds were against her, I ended up asking, I said, do you believe me? I could tell from the response that her faith was very low. The faith was Pentium, it was Pentium Zero. If there's a computer like that now still being used. Pentium Zero. I could tell from the faint of her voice. Like, um, yes. I said, that small one is enough. But guess what? In less than 24 hours. We know what we talk. You are going to say this prayer like this. Lord, according to the word of your prophet, that this is a shifting, is a portal shifting service concerning this matter of my life. I obey to it. Let your hand make that possible. According, put your prophet according to your prophet. The Bible says the God in Isaiah 44, the God who confirmed the message of his servant. He says, thou shalt be built and it has to be built. There are some of you, I came with a prophetic grace upon my life to help you build what needs to be built. But it has to be if you're going to believe this guy. Your prayer now is going to be, Lord, according to the word of your prophet and by your mighty hand of portal shifting service, I shift in everywhere. Open your mouth and begin to pray. I don't know that area you want to see shifting. Huh? I don't know that area you want to experience a prophetic portal shift. Rapato Shafata. I know that I'm not there to meet with you, huh? but my spirit is tied up with you this morning. Huh? If you can open your mouth, huh? you will be able to eat the fruit of your mouth. Huh? Lord, according to the grace of God upon your servant, Jevrikatos huh? Apata, I speak to this. I speak to my business. I speak to my body. I speak to my career. I speak to my grace. I speak to my ministry. I speak to my children. It's called a potter shifting service. Ratos efata. Hebrekatos javrinata pata. Hebrekatos evanata. Hebratos kapatia. Lord, I join my faith with the faith of fathers of faith that I submit under concerning everyone praying right now. Jivata parata. Lord, what they ask, I lay myself on this very particular place. I surrender my will. Lord, let your will come to pass. Let your decision come to pass. Let your cry be answered. Lord, according to the word of your prophet and your mighty hand this morning, Lord, enlarge my business this week. Lord, I come for great harvest. Enlarge my body. Let my course be broadened. Jevrikato parata, Havrikato Zevrinata Kalerosa, 
As you are praying that very particular prayers, I want you to pray this very particular one also because I came with the grace to release wealth this morning. I came with the grace to release money this morning for somebody. If you know that you've ever casted your seed in this commissioner, I'm standing knowing what I am saying this morning. If you know you've ever cast your seed, you are a tighter, you are a giver, whatever that you have ever done in this commissioner, I stand by the mighty power of God. As you go out this week, Zevika Paratos apart, wherever you are going to cast your net, everywhere the fish is, your net will fall into that place. In the name of Jesus, I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, by my giving, the Bible says, give it shall be given unto you. I qualify to receive harvest. Lord, I have sown seed in this commission. I have given to the prophet. I have given to the work of that church. I declare this moment, as I cast my net, I receive a fish. I get harvest. Somebody open your mouth. Every platform members, open your mouth and pray this prayer. That is the angels now. I've seen them. Twelve angels right now. They are about to come out to release your blessing. Ratos Ephratas. Every Katos Zanakapa. Every Equato Paladeshalata. Abratako Palede. Reketos Zenabranata. Ebreketos Zenabranakata. Ebinatosala. Avranakoshata. For those who are partnered with this commission. In your seed and your sacrifice, open your mouth and begin to call on the God. Call on the God of your fathers in this ministry. Call on the God of your father in this ministry. Thank God it's a father's day. How God walk his work is a father's day. Every father give their children feather to fly. I present my feather before you that this week, ride on the wings of the prophetic grace I carry. Ride on the wings of the prophetic grace upon my life as your father in this ministry. Ride on the wings. Javina Kaparata, Eveketo Shava, my hands are stretched out, right on my wings. The devil that I've fought, those devils are also fought on your behalf. The victory that I've gotten, the victory are also for you. The battles I have won, that battles you also win. Javika Parato Sevinata. Avranaka Badlikatos Apatia, Rekatos Javanata, Parekoto Balikatanata, Eginakonata Nir, Ivanata. Ride on your wings of your father. Every Katosha Vanata, ride on the wings this week. As you go this week, ride on the wings. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We're going to pray this next prayer point. His name is called Jonah. His name is called Jonah. On Jonah's page, we're going to be praying for divine transportation. Divine transportation. We know the story of Jonah. Jonah chapter 1 from verse 15 to 17. My time is fast spent so that I can be able to cover some things. That is what we call divine transportation. Where God can use anything to transport you. This is another portal shifting grace. Where God will bring things your way to take you to where he wants you to be. Where God will bring some certain mechanism. I call it certain, simple, certain symptoms of advantage. I know that you are a receptionist. It's okay. Watch God today. According to his instruction, take you from a receptionist and begin to transport you to become a CEO. I know that your business is currently now in something and yet you want to take it to Durban and Cape Town. Watch God transport issues, transport stuff into your life that guarantees you to get to Durban and Cape Town. There's a portal called divine transportation. Jonah, we know the story of Jonah. And the Bible says that Jonah was cast into the belly of the fish. The fish has capacity to keep him down there. But God turned that thing to be a divine transportation. Guess what? Where God calls you, he pays for the transport fare. Where God calls you, he pays for the bills. And all of a sudden, the fish swallowed up Jonah. 
And as he swallowed Jonah, he transported Jonah free of charge to the place of his destiny. As if that was not even enough. We saw a man called Peter. Peter was locked in the prison. But the Bible says an angel came at the middle of the night, opened the door, transported Peter to the city gate where his manifestation will be. Trans that's what we call divine transportation. Ah, the third person this moment, number one, I've mentioned Peter. I've mentioned Jonah. Another one I like, I like this guy own. His name is called Philip. His name, Act of the Apostle chapter 26. I mean, Act of the Apostle chapter 8. Act chapter 8 from verse 26 to 40. It's a long read. Act 8, 26 to 40. The Bible says, I will not be able to read the book. Go and read Act chapter 8. Philip was a man that he went to Samaria to preach the gospel. But now there was an Ethiopian eunuch that he needs to go and preach. Now to go to the garage to go and get a transportation or a flight to go and meet the guy on the road may be too long. And the Bible says, and the angel, you see, this disappear thing. Where you think that disappearance is a magic, is that disappearance is not demonic. It's for we, the church, it's just the fact that we don't know how to use it. The ability to disappear, the guy stand. He appeared where the Ethiopian eunuch was going. And when he finished baptizing the guy, the Bible says, it says, and the, the prophet, I mean, Philip disappeared again and went to another location. The guy was operating on a divine transportation system. Divine, tra he was everywhere at every time and yet at the same time. You are going to open your mouth today. Rako parata, by the power of God. Lord, I call for divine transportation that transports my giftings, transports my life, transports my happenings, transports my grace into the place of manifestation. Open your mouth and begin to pray. For Jonah, he was transported to Nineveh. For Peter, he was transported to the city gate. For Philip, he was transported to the Ethiopian eunuch. As if that was not enough, he was also transported to Asa for him to go preach the gospel. Adam was operating on this divine transportation where he can swim into the river and he named the fish. He can fly to the air and he could name the bed and he can walk on land. Name all the animals. He was operating on divine transportation. Somebody open your mouth and begin to invoke. Lord, I declare, I decree this morning having this here, this word, by divine judgment, I invoke, I activate divine transportation, things that must come for my gifting to rise, movement that must be fasting for me to get to the city gate, appearing and disappearing techniques, I can be in South Africa and I go to Germany and preach the gospel and yet come back that same day, Javrenoska, Havrekutapala, Activate your spiritual transportation. Activate the grace. It is available. You can be in South Africa and still preach in Nigeria. You can be in South Africa and still do business in Ghana. It's called divine transportation. It's called the Zoom life. Where you appear Zoom and you disappear Zoom. Ratosh Efrata. When we talk about divine transportation, it shrinks the journey. If the journey was supposed to be three days, it becomes a one day. It fasting process and it also gets you back your time with God. It gets you back time. Some of us have wasted time. It needs divine transportation to help us speedily. Lord, divine transportation. 
My gift must find expression. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray this next prayer point. If this is the last one we're praying, then that's so be it. Now what is the prayer point? It's what I call the Samson prayer. The Samson prayer. This is a prayer of restoration into your position, your power, and your dignity. It's a restoration power. We get to understand the book of Judges chapter 16 from verse 21 to 30. We know the story of Samson when Samson's eye was plucked out. The Bible now says in verse, in verse 22 of Judges 16, Judges 16, 22. Judges 16 verse 22. It says, how be it that the hair began to grow again after it was shaven. The hair of Samson, his position began to show up. His power began to come. His dignity began. What do we mean here? We are talking about the place of glory restoration. Strength and power. Glory restoration. There are some of you, your head have been shaped, have been cut off in the realm of the spirit. Your hair is about to grow again. There are some of you, people have cut short your life. You've lost off. For the likes of David, for instance, David all of a sudden went to business, came back. All his children were taken and his family. But there is a grace of divine restoration. Where your glory be restored back to you. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to pray this prayer. Lord, by your outstretched arms, Karako Palata, and your mighty power at work this morning, Father, things that I have lost ignorantly, ignorantly, Samson lost it ignorantly, things I have lost ignorantly, things that I have lost knowingly and unknowingly, Shapako Parata, Lord, I call for divine restoration. Let my glory be restored. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, my glory is restored. 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 It says, and something here began to grow. And something here began to grow. And something here began to grow. Lord, every place that my hair has been chopped off, my prominence, my dignity, my pride, I know it's my fault, but by the mercy of God, Lord, judgment this morning. This is self-love Sunday. Judgment this morning. I grow back into my media. I grow back into ministry. I grow back into my place. I grow back into power. Ratosh apata. It says, and his head began to grow. Restoration of dignity. Restoration of power. Restoration of influence. Lord, I return. I get back. I get back. That which was stolen, I retrieve them back. That which was taken, I collect them. I collect them. In the name of Jesus. Akragosha vranata legedosha, avrikatos avanata legedeshalata, abrenekota breneshadaha, evrikatos apatianoshala, evina coparada. Ah, hear me, hear me well. <laughs> there are some of you you will get to your office tomorrow. People will look at you and they'll be shocked what happens to you. Literally, tomorrow they'll be shocked what happens to you. Kafatos pilata, marikatos evitapa. I prophesy upon your life. 
as this service is called portal shifting service that this week you will experience strength shift upon your life in the name of jesus i don't care how bad your life has become i don't care how the disgrace is about to show up Somebody just have me pray this prayer. Lord, anything that want to sponsor shame and disgrace, that want to sponsor shame and disgrace, Father, they are buried this morning. Maybe it's your finance. The enemy want to disgrace you, your health, your career. Lord, anything that want to sponsor shame and disgrace, Lord, they are buried. Lord, they are buried. Open your mouth and declare that in just one minute. Power sponsoring shame and disgrace. Power sponsoring shame and disgrace in my family. Shame and disgrace in my career. God terminates them. Father terminates them. God terminates them. Lord, shame in my ministry. Shame in my life. Shame in my family. That the enemy has conspired. Lord, terminate them this morning. In the name of Jesus. There are some of you this morning as I'm praying, I'm seeing you that you're about to have a court case this week. You're about to have a hearing concerning you. And that, that hearing is going to go against you. But I stand this morning as your prophet. I turn that case around. They favor you in the name of Jesus. For some of you going for business meeting this week, hear me? As you go this week, your nets will catch fish. Your nets will catch fish. Your nets will catch fish. In the name of Jesus. For some of you this week, you'll be meeting strange helpers. Helpers you do not know. You will get to the mall. Somebody will look at you and say, I know you somewhere. Tell them, yes, I, I know you know me. So I, you, you look familiar, yes. We are from heaven together, so we look familiar. I know you in heaven, we look familiar. Because there is strange helpers. As I'm talking now, I see strange helpers. As you go out, you meet helpers. You meet them. And so shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare for everyone this morning. That their mouth has opened. Kapato pirata. Lord, you say by their word they shall be justified. And by their word they shall be condemned. Lord, I stand as a prophet. Over their life, I declare. That every word they've declared this morning. Father, speedy answers becomes a portion in the name of Jesus. I pray for you today. That as you step out this week. You step into marvelous help. You step into justice and judgment for your sake. You step into advancement. You step into non-negotiable situation that favors you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.